Hey, hey guys, this is Common Boss from Ameri Media, and uh, two of them are not here today, so we got uh, two of the other superstars. Woo woo! Hey, it's Corey Salty Tree Floyd. What's going on? And Sadiq Love here. And today we are talking about. Well, actually, y'all gonna get a few things from us. We're going to be talking about celebrating the whole 29 days of Black Creators and beyond. Also, we're gonna talk about uh, Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey movie, or Destiny Child and the Two Girls. <laughs> so, hit the music, and we'll be right back. This is the Mermaid Junkies. I was cut where there ain't no cloth Moving like a comic You can ask comics, I'm the boss Okay, cool, I'm that dog The hood call me fireworks Are we talk, are we live now? Okay, cool uh, Alright, I guess we're rolling right into this <laughs> I was gonna ask on the spot If you could give a No more than one minute Sort of recap Of the whole movie Without major spoilers. So if you have... No, no, listen, listen. If you're going to give a spoiler, though, if you're going to give a spoiler, you have to say it in the most obscure way. Like... Well, this is a definitely obscure <laughs> film. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> let's start off with the uh, geek news around the world. Okay. Uh, we got some We got some interesting stuff going on. Um, <laughs> uh, of course, over the, la- uh, over the last few weeks, we have Robert Pattinson's been out on the shooting for the Batman Yay. being seen in his outfit, which looks very, very arm, very armory and kind of reminds me of the same design from Marvel's Daredevil show. I have no problem with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. When Daredevil got that, out, that armor outfit, that was dope. And, and speaking of Robert Pattinson, can people like actually realize how good of an actor he has to be he's done to, so many other things yes. past that those horrible but listen, twilight films i'm a big twilight fan i Ooh. love twilight Ooh. and uh, but i have no i have film. no problem if people don't like twilight but I, I really commend robert because he hate hated his role in twilight but i feel like he really embraced edward and really he was one of the best i think that he really embraced, embraced his those character. stairs no, like he really did a good job Long, at capturing um, Edward from the book. He really embraced that check. Yeah, right. like, but for real, like it takes talent to act and like hate the character and still do yeah. a good job. To hate the character mm-hmm. and, and then the co-star. I think he also just hated who the cheated, fact on that his, cheated on you yeah, with I the director, that, right? I, uh, the the director of well, Snow White and yeah. the Huntsman. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I think everything just made it worse. Him dating Kristen Stewart. On top of it all, because then everyone was invested, right? Yeah, I even mean, Donald Trump. Uh, I he doesn't even. Why you got ruined? He doesn't deserve space on this podcast. Why? 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 <laughs> See, in other news, uh, the the House of Mouse is planning a a live action Aladdin sequel. Yay! And, oh, okay. uh, I, I mean, enjoyed it. Ret- I mean, are we getting Return of Jafar? Are we getting something original? Are we Baba getting Alibaba and the Forty Thieves? I would love. The I mean, 40 the guy who plays yeah, Aladdin definitely needs Alibaba, work because Hollywood has not offered him nothing. And I thought he did a great job. He did. A, at he, taking he was decent. On Aladdin's role. I think he did a good job. You know what I liked about that movie too is that it remained true to the film with using all. 
um, like American accents because that's so Disney. Like that's what like Disney does. So keeping <laughs> that, they, they they do that in their cartoon films. But these live actions, I feel as though they're really fighting against themselves to actually go more authentic. Or actually, an uh, Asian actress for Mulan, a uh, Middle Eastern actor and actress for uh, the fact for that they Ryan. didn't put Wushu in Mulan because back then they were like, you know, traditionally dra- that's not what a dragon did, so we're not doing that. Yeah, and I and I feel like they're being strategic and smart. Like with Mulan, they're going fully cultural. Well, the di- it was the director's. Ironically, that was the director's choice. It was like. So the musicals, he's like, no, there's, yeah. he's like, we're not doing that. I think that's smart for a movie like Mulan, so, yeah. but for a movie like Aladdin, you can be more playful yeah. and not as accurate to the culture. Um, because like Agrabah's sound, not a real place. Yeah, like sound wise, <laughs> but visually, I think they did a great job at marrying the two. And plus, so. um, Mulan looks. Like a oh my bad. It looks like an epic. Oh it, looks like it, it looks like an so epic. Good. It looks so, so good. It looks so good. Like a badass kung fu fantasy action film. They're, al- they're also in pre-production. No no cast announcements for Lilo and Stitch. Oh, my gosh. Oh Heart. My, my feels. <laughs> yes, oh, Stitch. that's going to be so it's cute. Movie, yes. Yeah, that's going to be I cute. I feel like this might be a – this might this, – this is either the best idea or the worst idea. I just for, what, Lilo for Lilo and Stitch. Yeah, I don't know how they're what they're yeah, gonna do, I, but I feel like when we think about aliens and in fi- live action film, I feel like um, they do pretty well, like well visually. So Lilo, I mean, Stitch is an alien, so I think visually it'll be fantastic. I'm just waiting on um, Princess and the Frog, to be honest. <laughs> I I don't know because here. here I hope for the best. I'll just I'll just leave it at that. I'll hope I'll hope I'll hope for the best. Um, ironically, um, Mike Bloomberg had uh, in all his millions of dollars billions for sponsors. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> he hired Jerry Media. Jerry Media is the media company infamously known behind Fire Festival. Wow. Oh, I just thought that was I just Why? just like, just think no about one, it. No one. Uh, just look. Nope. He knows. He's a billionaire. He doesn't care. He put but, the money but just, into But just think it. about it. Are we just going to keep, like, uh, just keep trolling, 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 trolling? Yeah. Come on. Trolling, trolling, <laughs> yes, trolling, they trolling. Are. Yeah. Even though Fire Festival was was nothing. Fire, apparently. He, the, 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 <laughs> the, the guy himself, he, he turned that into a wind farm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A documentary on Netflix, mm-hmm. a documentary on Hulu yep. that he produced. Yep. So, you know, he, yeah, he knows exactly few, what he's and a, doing. And, a, and then, you know, a few hundred a hundred poor black people who worked on building Fire Festival just to not get paid. Right. Yeah. So, and, I mean, let's talk about the real losers. Right. But, you know, that's so true to their character, though. Like, I, it's not surprising to me that someone like that would back a billionaire politician. It's so on, like, it's so on brand. Yeah. Um, this week, this week, which we can roll right into black black creators. Candyman trailer came out. Oh yeah. Candyman trailer. Uh, it's executive produced by Jordan Peele. It is. It is blowing up on social media right now. People are saying, "How the guy go see this?" Is it? Is, is that? Is yo? Is Jordan Peele's thing gonna be to take a song and just make it? Just just find a way to mutate it into something dark and scary. Yeah. Because I could. I, I, yeah. I, I never thought I about. Um, I never thought about a Destiny's Child song being used in such a horrific way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Now, notice I like, like Keynote said he's the executive producer. Right. The director is it's, actually yeah, young a lady, Nia DaCosta. Yeah. A young sister. And I love that they're okay. making sure that they uh, promote that because we have to... We have to big up all of our black contributors to film and, and let their voices be heard and, and let them be seen and, lot, and not let a big name like Jordan Peele just take over. Because, uh, well, uh, I know from the studio's point of view, they're like, listen, we know she's a good person, but we got to we gotta make sure we throw his name out at least a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> Almost like an air horn, if you yeah, will. Yeah, as they, as they should, too. Okay. Jordan, Jordan Peele. And I and I love what uh one of the memes said going around. <laughs> like Candyman is like he's really like a black person. Like we mind our business to yeah. you <laughs> until you like, have our name in your mouth. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's just like like we would mind our business mm-hmm. if you keep if you keep our if name. You say his fa- name, name five times, he'll come and kill you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> And that, opening, and that opening scene in that trailer said it all. Yeah, they all, they all said Candyman. It was like, you should have mind, should have I know, don't say it. Also, big I, shout out to big shout out to the actress Vanessa Williams, who's also in this film. And she was in the original Candyman 30 years oh. ago. And that black does not crack, I tell you. You know, I actually try to figure out, like, why our black doesn't crack, right? And there's many factors to it. But black but, magic. But on a scientific level, we produce black collagen magic. at a higher level than black other magic. people. But that also has an adverse Everybody effect. Else is not <laughs> yeah. Magic. But that also has an adverse effect on black women because that's why we're prone to getting fibroids because fibroids is like collagen, you know, all of that. So while our black doesn't crack, you know, there's always a flip side, you know. Flip meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, I'm going to just enjoy this beautiful melanated skin and uh, yeah. we'll burn that bridge listen, when we get to it. Listen, I'm just saying, if your black is cracking, then go buy some collagen uh, supplements from Walmart. <laughs> but uh, the lead the lead on the film is Yaha Abdul-Mateen, mm. who has been killing it for the, like the last year. Let's look. Le- uh, well, um, well, 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 yeah, I'd say it's been. Because he was black, he was black mana and uh, Aquaman, mm. just fresh off Watchmen as Doctor Manhattan, man. mm. and I'm just you like talking about black. You talking about mm. women alone are going to go see this movie for him. They First of talking about it on our IG. Yo, you know in Watchmen that was like his real me, okay. He said, yeah. he said that he's young. He might as well get it out the way. So you know, my mom and I watched that last scene. <laughs> <laughs> Let me guess. It was like, hold on, rewind. Yep. Pause. After I read that article, I said, "Let me go take a second look real quick." I wonder how many blue dildos got sold after that episode. <laughs> they just they just called him the Doctor Manhattan's. <laughs> so that alone is the reason for me to check out the movie. but uh seriously uh we are winding down february and we are going to be celebrating the black creators the old the new and the in between don't forget uh, we salute you all yeah uh at pax east sorry we couldn't make it y'all 
I'm reaching out to everybody who reached out to us to be hanging the podcast, whatever. But uh, Boulder's Gate. Yeah, that's right. This, uh, yesterday. Like a whole trailer and gameplay as well? Almost two hours, yeah. Trailer and a whole hour and a half of gameplay. Oh, fancy. Yes. They are They are really trying to make it a, a D&D style game. Oh. That's, that's what they're going for. Oh. D&D style game. I mean, is... I mean, is that a good? I mean, I mean, we're not talking about rolling dice and stuff. It's gonna be an RPG, but yeah, like yeah, but that's I'm just like that's quite a dynamic shift though from yeah, what it was. Yeah. It's kind of like what happened with the Yakuza series. Yakuza is a great mm-hmm. video game series, but the last one it turned into a turn style RPG mm-hmm. thing, and I was like, people still played it, but they were just <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> chill. <laughs> <laughs> but so far, no, like, <laughs> am I wrong? No. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing. No, <laughs> like, it, no, it, it was intended for you to laugh, because I know, because everyone, you know, you're just like, eh, okay, <laughs> like it's happening, it's a thing, but yeah. Boulder just came, okay. Yeah, so, I got to Boulder <laughs> Uh, also, there was an announcement of uh, Samurai Jack video game. Yep. So, Samurai Jack, Samurai Jack Time. of course, Phil Lamar is Phil Lamar is still voicing our yep. favorite samurai. Yep. Love um, Phil Lamar. Both, both the voice actors come back in the, in the same art style from the original creator. It's going to be featured in there. So Jack is traveling through time. So it's going to be a different art style each world that he goes into. Okay, so all right, there was another. I feel was there another game like that. I feel like there was. I feel like it was yeah. You know what? It, hopefully, if you're a gamer out there listening and you know exactly what I'm talking about, please, please, please send us what it is because I, I I know it's on the tip of my tongue. We're gonna put these trailers for everything that we talk about there in the show notes. Y'all can just hit the link and go watch the the, the things. <laughs> things. <laughs> all of, all the things. And that is it for our news. Top five black creators. Ooh, top five. My top five black creators. Top five black creators. Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to let you. Right now? Like, are we going well, to present future? Like, well, oh, well. See, yeah, I, that, see, that's a hard. Like, yeah, for one, that's very difficult. Music? I mean, <clears throat> I was thinking like local when I was thinking of like black creators and thinking about um, this past February. I've been very like local focused and not even like so much um, looking at like geekery, but just straight up creators, you know. And one of my favorite, I think, that I met this month is is a woman who does um, femme. And mainly her femme is around um, women in jail and trying to get them the resources and stuff like that. Like her name is um Isis, Isis the Savior. And I want I just wanted to shout her out and let people uh yeah, and let people uh you know, know who she is and go look her up because her content alone is just amazing. Um and just the creativity that goes into getting that message out there. Um I just wanted to like shout that out when we're speaking of black creators. And I feel like her message should be on like a large scale. Like she should be up there with like Ava DuVernay. In some years, in my opinion, so uh, yeah. shout out to Ava Duvernay. 
Yeah, because I'm, I'm gonna say you know you're gonna have to say that, right? Yeah, I, no, for real. Actually, I got a chance to uh, see her live. Um, she gave a speech at the women's conference, and I mean, she's just like amazing. Like she's so humble and she's so articulate about just communicating um, her visions. And I love that she has visions about so many different topics. It's not just about the black play or or just anything suffering. Like I love that she could do something like a wrinkle in time, which was right. more, you know, about imagination right. and all that. Um, yeah. My guy for right now, uh, we can keep going around, but uh Ryan Cooler. Okay. Oh yeah. Young Bull stepped on the scene with the uh Fruitville station. Fruitville station. I yeah. still haven't watched it. I like it's I, it's a it's a hard for me. It's a hard watch. That's why that is exactly what I ha- I have like I know yeah, it's it's a it is a hard watch. But then he kept it swinging, and, and right now he he's been that bet well four or five times, and everything's been a home run for him. So mm-hmm. like, shout outs. But I mean, like, and what he did for for Black Panther, and like, it, if you look through the movie, like, it's such a a hard representation of us in there. Like, he went back to Africa and took his time in creating this this look and feel for for the film. Yes. Like, Shout out to the costume designer as well. She currently just got a deal with H and M for oh, online. Yes. Yep, that's awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. Apologies for not being able to call her name at the present time, but uh, still, shout out to her all the same. Um, one of okay, I I met the I met this woman back in I want to say two maybe two thousand and eleven before she blew, before she blew up blew up. She was a young YouTube creator by the name of Issa Rae. Oh, yes. <laughs> I met her here in what Philly. Diary of awesome. Yep. <laughs> I love her channel. I didn't know she had a, a series out until, uh, until Julia told me, you know that girl you like? Gotta... Mm-hmm. I met her. I could only say like a few words to her because she was in passing, but it was cool. And yeah, it, I can really yeah. appreciate. What I appreciate about Issa Rae Cause I'm like this type of person where like it doesn't matter if someone's a favor of mine or not. I just think about what can I appreciate about this person. And every time you see a picture of Issa Rae and she's in the, she's in a room with like just herself and white people, you she's like so subtly but also in your face very black. And when she announced some nominations at the Oscars, yeah, like, <laughs> no, she's really like when she, when she said uh, that long time ago, I'm rooting for everyone or everybody black or everyone black. Like yeah. she legit walks in that, and 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 she does it in a way where like she does not apologize for it when she's in a room with people who are not black. Nope. <laughs> and, I need that as a hoodie. I'm rooting for everybody. <laughs> yeah, it's like I I love that. Um, another top five person I'd like to. I, I, I'm gonna bring it up because sometimes when it comes to people talking about creators, I don't think they ever get thought of. Comedians, mm-hmm. Chris Rock, Chris Rock. I think Chris Rock. He's actually a really great creator. Ironically, one of my favorite movies from him is actually a documentary called Good Hair. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, I, I forgot that. about that. Good. Yeah, I forgot all about that. Because he. Because he literally, he literally took a conversation he had to have with his daughter, and it was because she, she didn't know she had, she didn't she was like they say I got bad hair. He was like, what I the hell is I bad hair? All about that. So you know he did that. What's and, that other movie and, that 
Oh, go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. You got it. What is it called? Head of state? Oh, head of state. I actually really that is so like head of state. Like it really brought up some things like that make you think. And the one thing I remember about that movie is one of the songs that played in the background where like black cracker, (laughs) (laughs) black cracker. Oh my goodness! I just yo, it's. It's so funny when you look at so- certain political films like Head of State, mm-hmm. another really uh, an excellent one uh, with Will Ferrell and Zach Galifianakis called The Campaign. Oh, yeah. And they're, it's like, yeah, these movies are a little bit off, but they're not that far off, which is kind of right. it's kind of alarming. Mm-hmm. But back to our black creators. I, I, oh, plus he. He just dropped. Uh, he, I think he's producing, he's producing and starring it in the in the the in Saw, Saw movie. movie yeah. uh, like I'm so bittersweet about that. I I have not seen a single star uh, Saw movie yet. There, the franchise, like the franchise itself, kind of ran out of story and just was just doing gory things on top of gory things. Yeah. So there is room for the franchise to be salvageable with a good story. Okay. So I so so I'm looking forward to it. It compares to some other franchises, which are definitely shadows of the former self. Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what was that? that? Here it go. I mean, they possibly uh, letting uh, that that genius who did the Mandalorian and like all John the, Favreau and, and all the Avengers movie. He he's supposed to be in the running for the next Star Wars film. Why the fuck should he be in the fucking running? Just but, give him but the they job. have announced that he's going to be doing it. I don't know why neither. Also, I don't mean to, of, I mean to just sound so serious Yeah, right see, Speaking of the that hurt. Oh. Uh, Reese stepped down this week. Like, immediately stepped down. Bob Iger? Yeah, Bob oh, Iger yeah. No of, of I, I wonder how that's going to affect well, things. Because... I think no, some. I think, <laughs> I think. I think the stock might have dropped a little bit just for it to go back up. Like, and some other guy like by like Bob Indiger, something like that. I just feel like Bob Iger just changed his name, came <laughs> put, put a little mustache. Right. Yo, you like you you want you want to scare Disney? Let Kevin Feige quit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's you. Just yeah. like like hold on, wait, what? I quit. I'm out. Speaking of Kevin, Kev, chill. <laughs> Kevin Feige, we gotta have you on the podcast. Somebody get this somewhere to him somehow, please. I would love to have you on the podcast. Yeah, I'll give you a, rub, a back rub. It'd be nice. <laughs> we owe you that. <laughs> well, since we're on the subject of Disney and we're talking about our top five creators, so you have to know that I'm I'm gonna say this. Go ahead, Beyonce. Listen, so. <laughs> so i'm gonna speak like specifically about the gift because we're talking disney so i'm gonna speak i'm gonna stick with media and what she did with that and and how she bridges so many different topics and makes it into one it's amazing like she talking about the lion king soundtrack yes the lion king soundtrack from she did a hell of a job on that soundtrack let me tell you the only good thing about it what the what about the movie, the movie? yeah it's oh, the only okay. good thing about the new thing the soundtrack the soundtrack That's... you could literally never have seen lion king and if you listen to the soundtrack you understand the movie i'm about to take a shot at somebody and, oh. and my baby gonna know who know if i don't talk oh, about oh man she uh she did a way better job on that soundtrack that kendrick did on black panther i agree can i tell you 
No, I agree because I know when I did my Black Panther screening, right? Yes. yes. I was so hyped when when the soundtrack dropped because I had plans for it for the screening. When I listened to that, I literally felt disappointed. I was like, I can't, I can't even so go through with my idea. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I really believe that you know they could have had Kanye kill that. I know everybody got mixed feelings about Kanye and what he do, but I think that he would have freaked the Black Panther soundtrack out. It was so many more options. Or if Kendrick would have just reached out to more, you know what I'm saying, people and bought the verse. Now, on the other side, the score of the Black Panther. Oh my, the I listened score. to that yes. way more. The score I, was That amazing. was amazing. The score make you feel the, the Yo. off the Ivory Coast. <laughs> <laughs> it, you feel so powerful yes. listening to that. It takes you up and flow up, and then you feel everything that that movie makes you feel in that. Yeah. I feel like um, Kendrick was missing out on that connection. Like, we got the Oakland and the California vibes. And, and the, but the, that was it. it was like, that was it, yeah. It was like Kendrick put his homies on. Yeah, he didn't connect. Yeah, like, like, like he could have reached out to uh, Jardena, who had a bunch of, like, African beats, like, raps, like, already making. Like, yo, let me borrow this song real quick and put it on the soundtrack. Like, like it, it, it could have been better. And then it's the content of which the the songs were about. I just didn't feel a connection. Right. Whereas though right. on the gift, right. each song truly related to the scene that the song was inspired by. Even if like even if they weren't talking, like when Beyonce on the song "Move Forever," "Move Forever" was based off of um, Akuna Matata, like, and that song truly embodies the kind of like confidence and free feeling of that lifestyle, even though she never speaks about Akuna Matata at all. Right. But I just feel like I don't feel the same thing with what Kendrick I did. I feel like you got something else to say. <laughs> no, because I'm... Do you, do no, my... I, so, yeah, most, most of the songs on that are literally built off the base of what's already been there, right? For, for the movie, correct? For the most part, yeah. Yeah, that... So you got someone who had to start start from their own start with no base. He had a base. Someone who's he had a story. He had a and then he, he had a story. yeah. And Black Panther is like culturally relevant. Mm-hmm. Like even that, like even just you know when you're doing a soundtrack for a film, you have a different access to that film during the public. So he could have like more and more women empowerment, more yes. you know what I'm saying cultural cultural freedom, like more just. Just more like more him and Beyonce with uh, freedom, like a more you mm-hmm. know powerful tracks. Like they were like regular. He did a better job on the I'll one s- song he did on the gift than he did on that whole. I mean, when you think about the one verse that he has, when he's like Big Shot, it doesn't even yo, it don't even Sony register. Troop is not liking this right now. I <laughs> no, love I, wanna, I love the song, but not for just the soundtrack. A few things. That's all. <laughs> And then, then there was so like so much misogyny on that album. Like it just was so many themes that just weren't even, yeah, like, you know. You, know, you got the Dora Milaje. Like just like you got so much, you know, power. Just the melanin power and just how like we were so represented in that film. Yeah. You know, and you feel like you really want like your passport for Wakanda, and like I don't, I think you yeah. missed all of that. The best songs on there were the singles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they still they just didn't they're not like 
memorable. Like you wanted that soundtrack to be as memorable as, as the movie. movie. Like you like waiting to exhale's soundtrack. Oh my god. Yeah. Yo. I mean, I was like 5 when it came out, but I listened to that like my whole life because of my mom and I legit can go into that like mm-hmm. I can feel everything that that soundtrack is like now that I'm an adult. Like Yep, and you can hear it now, and it'll take you back to the film. It does. You know what I'm saying? I don't think that... Which is a film I have watched more than one time, and I'm like, this album is the the best. That's how I feel about the uh, Black Panther soundtrack. Anyway, (laughs) uh, (laughs) moving on, I let you want to rebuttal. Yo, I can be on that subject forever. (laughs) Nope, because anything, anything... Anything I say after that can and will be used against me by the Bayhive. So, <laughs> look, it's one thing to like the album, but it's one thing to say, "Oh yeah, that album was great for the movie." Uh, anyway, <laughs> one of my other black creators, uh, one of the longest-standing comic creators ever. No, I, I gotta go with the comics. Uh, Brian Stelfreeze, who, uh, who, who, who created some of the, I want to say some of the greatest superheroes. But he more so inked them. But uh, you got Blue Marvel and a couple mm-hmm. others that he did. But no, that's yeah. more important. The fact that you inked them. Had you had he not been here, right, to bring him to life. Right. <laughs> Didn't he work at Milestone as yeah, well? Yeah, yeah. Milestone. Yeah, you might as well just say yeah. Milestone like, Comics. To fuck. Or like, or like, I think like co-created. Uh, or or as we or as we just call it. Black DC. Yeah, pretty much. Because <laughs> yeah, DC much. was like, listen, I don't know about making all these black characters. Can't we just buy a bunch? And, um, I'm selling. Word. And, 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 and like Blue Marvel, one of Blue Marvel is the black Superman. Except for his 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 origin story is absolutely horrible. Like he was a slave. He, he was an alien. I mean, who kind of. <laughs> No, because it's one of those things. What's worse, a plan, your planet dying or, be, or being a slave? It's like, <laughs> he's an alien who came to Earth to paint Olympics. He decided it. to take out the identity of a slave. I mean, he could he could take out the identity of anything or anybody, but he decided to put the identity of a slave, and that's just a horrible origin story. I'm just me. like, bro. The one time Kanye West would have been accurate. Slavery, that sounds like a choice. That, and that literally <laughs> wasn't a choice for Blue Marvel. What? Shake your head at no, me. I'm agreeing with what you're saying. <laughs> I don't want to, but it's the truth what you just said. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, besides a horrible origin story, that Blue Marvel was, a, was an excellent uh, superhero. And Static Shot. And the, uh, Rocket. Rocket, which is his uh, Blue Marvel sidekick. And uh, we're supposed <clears throat> to be getting. I'm gonna get crucified for this. The Black Captain America. I can't think of his name right now. Oh yeah, for uh, <coughs> for um, for for Falcon and Winter Soldier, yep, correct? Yeah, he's supposed to be making an appearance. One of Wait, the other, wh- one of the other Captain Americas throughout the years. Yeah. Wait, are you talking about the one that Andrew Mackey's gonna? No. 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 Oh, okay. I was, Mac- thinking, I was confused. At Anthony Mackey is there. Well, Anthony Mackey is the Falcon that was supposed to be mm. the next Captain America, but from what it looks like, the story is gonna be. The government was like, "Yeah, we got other plans. Give me that shield." I'm like, yeah, no, no, and, and, mm. and, and the U.S. agent is making an appearance, which I don't, which I don't, then I don't know how the black cat was going to be there, but 
We'll see. We'll see. Oh, also, shout out to Anthony Mackie, because right now... Oh, Anthony Mackie. Wait, why do I call him Andrew Mackie? Yeah, it's Anthony okay. Mackie. Sorry. Alter Carbon Season 2. Oh, season yeah. Two. It came out yesterday. Especially Ooh. for you Cyberpunk 2077 heads that need Me. something to weed, weed, to weed on before <laughs> the game comes out. Me. Me. Yeah. <laughs> I would be happy for a day when people just aren't talking about that game in this so manner. So it's just out. Yeah, like I just want them to talk about it in a different way now because I just no, no, I'm You're not. Waiting. That's what I'm saying. Like I, I can't wait for the day where people stop playing these games. Have enjoyed it and they can talk about it in a different manner. Like I feel like we wait too long. It's getting on a level of like Kingdom Hearts three back in two thousand like fifteen. Like how I mean, we whoa, whoa, right how we right, talked man, about it. Cyberpunk twenty seven have been in development uh, hell. This is true, but here's a big difference. Cyberpunk didn't BS around and p- and throw out hey. all these other games, hey. Which, hey. which were just remixes Watch your of tongues. stuff you Watch already your played. Bro, Watch your tongue. I, all I did was give you an example. I didn't tell you to throw shots. <laughs> Watch your tongue. Book, 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 book. <laughs> I mean, at this point, I feel like Project CD Red is going to bring out uh, the next Witcher game before Cyberpunk 27 comes out. Really, though? I mean... I mean I doubt it because right I now, mean, no, because they just got the license to make the game. I'm just saying. Plus, like, the, the amount plus of time. Witcher Three just started reselling like crazy. Like, like <laughs> Shout outs to Henry Cavill because I'm pretty sure that's the reason why. Toss a coin to your Witcher. <laughs> <laughs> um, my, one of my top favorite creators. Um, literally one of the first movies I watched growing up, which shows how really fucked up I was. Spike Lee, because first movie, one of the first movies I remember as a kid is "Do the Right Thing." Mm. Yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. like it's one of those things. As yeah. much as you don't, it's it's like one of those things I said where you can appreciate. Like you don't have to like the person; you could dislike him, but you can still appreciate his contribution. And he, yo, know, he's like, he's he's been a rebel filmmaker from the get go. Mm-hmm. And I think, ho- and most of Hollywood still don't like him. Yeah, I feel like Tyler Perry's taking that place now. No. <laughs> well, well, well. All right, wait a minute. Tyler, people don't like Tyler Perry for different reasons. I know, I know, but I'm just. It's like, it's 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 like yeah, like Spike Lee was like, look, I just made this movie. Oh well, how long did it take you to make it? Uh, just made it last 28 days. And they were like, what? <laughs> yeah, it's in black and white. Why? Because I'm an artist. I chose yeah. to do black and white. No, like, and that's <laughs> how I feel like growing up, as I learned about Spike Lee, like, I learned about Spike Lee as a person who was well-respected in the black community, but there were, like, a lot of black people who didn't like him, yeah. even though they still respected his work. So I, I feel like there's a lot of people who don't like Tyler Perry, but they respect his work ethic. Right. But but now even some of that is even some of that starting to get scrutinized because they're just like so let me get this no that last movie that was on Netflix they were like so let me get this straight you don't want to take the time out to get these people the proper wigs but Medea's wig is always no, on look, point I'm sorry I think that's just, I think that's on brand for Tyler Perry I think that's just on brand for him to have bad wigs. It, no, it's it's been like that in most of his movies where people where men wore wigs. If a man wore a wig in his movie, those wigs gotta be bad. That's on brand for him. But even even some of the women had bad hair That's, though. Was, they all gotta be bad. <laughs> I guess, sure. 
Right? Thank you. It's a thank you. Thank you. It's it a ref- is. You could go out this studio right now and see all those Tyler <coughs> Yes. Matter of fact, you can see a Tyler Perry wig on a mannequin unsold right now. <laughs> so listen. With y'all. My uh one of my other uh top five is uh is y'all. Oh, media. oh, shut up. We talking local no, seriously, now. Like, we had such a, Fuck you. Such a <laughs> great asshole. fucking team. <laughs> Thank yes. you. Like, the, to the boss who's been an author for almost 20 years. Woo-woo. To his wife. And she's a per- <laughs> and she's a, a perfect people person. Despite that she doesn't <laughs> say it. Despite that she says she's not. With just Julia right. if, if peoples she, very right. well if she when she has just to act it as her heart, yeah. like she would be the nice most boss lady. <laughs> to, to Corey with his writing and, and the articles that we always putting out, to to y'all right. with the graphic design and the editing, like I we really had such such a dope ass team of black creators. Can I throw a shout out to Corey though? Because mm-hmm. ever since I met Corey, I think one thing about Corey is that he has an um and a natural energy to just pull people in. I think that for one thing, that's a talent that a lot of people don't have. That's a talent. Like that's either something that you have to build as a skill or you're born with it. And you actually use your talent and you used it back in the day before a Merrimay, um, just in everyday life. Like that's what I saw, at least from the outside looking in. I I never even see or think about. I, no, bro, we go out okay. To, when we go out to these cons and, and we get invited to these parties and whatnot, Corey is in networking mode the majority of the time. <laughs> he like, I'm gonna take this drink, but also, have you? Have, do you know about our Lord Jesus Christ? Of <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, I, I, out here. I just I just go by what I what I've seen, especially. Um, working in the background as a, a for years I was in the hospitality industry as a bartender or a server and I just watch how people wa- I wa- I've watched people work rooms so I'm just like if I ever have to get to that point I'm gonna work the room like I see that dude over there or that lady over there working the room because everyone at some point she's talked to almost every single person in here so they're gonna remember her mm. I was like so Shout out to those folks. Yo, yes. (laughs) Corey about to have a whole how to network (laughs) course. I could not. No, I could not be one of those because at some point I'll just at some point I would literally just raise my hands like, listen, I'm not the smartest dude. I really ain't. Take it or leave it. But you know what you know (laughs) and and you articulate it with confidence. Phrasing. <laughs> oh my. This is PG thirteen with right. occasional cursing. <laughs> to the mic. Good lord. <laughs> Everyone, this is our boss, the one you write the one the one who works in the shadows, this Julia Press. As soon as she wants to come out to the light, she wanna be naughty. Look at that. <laughs> I just like this is really weird because I'm gonna talk about my brother. But, um, yes. I want to shout out my one of my favorite artists, and that is my baby brother Jamal Stokes. 
who floats in and out of a mermaid like the wind. Wait. <laughs> no, he floats in and out. Period. Wait, but no, he brings people. Yeah, but <laughs> yes. Every time he comes, he comes with somebody. He's like, hey, yo, I got a jump. He's like, I'm going with the right. <laughs> All right, I got to balance. I got stuff to do. Then he comes Come back. Hey, y'all, I got Nico. Oh, yeah. That's it. Let's surround y'all out. I'm making a whole nother world. So, yeah, I'm busy with that. But um, he has a current Kickstarter for um, his comic book, World Epitaphs. So um, it'll be a link to that in the description. So give him some of his ducats to help him bring his dream to life. He is actually the creator of our logo, and he is responsible for this patchwork family. <laughs> shout outs to Ep- shout outs to Epitaph, uh, Jamal, and another young black creator we know, Dominique Brown, both working on that project. Uh, of course, we wish them all well in the future endeavor. Going into the Kickstarter, which will be in the description and the show notes below. While we're at it, shout out to our 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 favorite sister in arms, Nico Smith, who couldn't be here today. Yeah, she's like working hard. I know, hard right? Up in New York, <laughs> right? She was just she was just up in New York. She had to fly back. Now she's trying to recharge her batteries, and we respect her for it. Yes. So while she's napping, just let her know that we are here working, and we wish her very well. And young, and res- and resourceful. Yes. always quick to throw like resources out at somebody yeah. which i feel again is another skill or just a, like something to be proud about when you're that type of person if you know how to, like, i feel like she knows how to be resourceful in the best way give give away the most relevant things that you need yeah mm-hmm. so definitely respect her for that another um <laughs> but can i shout out jamal yeah. one more time though too because i met jamal on my return to Philadelphia 11 years ago. <laughs> it has been that long. And he was one of the first people that I met Damn. when I first went to art school. And to watch his journey, no matter how it, how he may see it up and down, <clears throat> blah, blah, blah. But to see his journey, to see him not even be confident enough sometimes to just show that he, like, that he had art. To now the confidence to just release it all the time. The, the confidence to actually reach out and be like, yo, can you support me? Do you have my back? Whereas though you, he would sometimes not be like, you know, the growth. Like, I really want to shout out that that growth right there. Mm-hmm. I was so proud when I saw the, um, the Kickstarter launch. And, um, yeah. I just, because a lot of people underestimate the, the, the effort needed to take a thing from thought yeah to, to to real life like you know it's and we all get these um these visions and these dreams that with our art all of all of us are creators but so many of us sit on it because of fear mm-hmm. or you know what you think people will think of you and it takes a lot of like self-start motivation and you don't get so much and so yeah, and it then takes, when you motivate it, it takes guts. The the fuel, yeah, the courage, yeah. um, the focus, and just know. a dash of crazy. You could be right, and then you got You might be confident for a week, but what about that day? Salt bay. <laughs> yeah. It's 
especially in this day and age where you know everything is so brutal and everything like the hunger the the love to get you to the top but then the appetite to pull you down once you're uh, once you're up there like nobody wants to step out into on that limb this day and, and you know it's not going to disappear and it's not going to be local it's not just going to be your friends mm-hmm. with some somebody in india you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Three o'clock in the morning tearing your stuff down <laughs> on the internet. So. Shout out to our Indian demographic. <laughs> <laughs> no, we got no we we uh, we actually we got a few. We got yeah. a few of them. Yeah. <laughs> and and then we uh, gotta pivot over to Brahim. Yeah. I don't do much. Yeah. Quiet right. you. First well, off, not, not the first off, this first <laughs> off, these these two fuckers, these gl- love goals and PG shit. Thirteen, <laughs> love goals crazy. and whatnot, building together, being happy and whatnot. <laughs> I say it with disdain, but I mean love. But for I real, say it with too, love. Um, from for, for uh, first of all. Uh, being led by a couple and then never seeing the adversity that they faced maybe within their own relationship. I never, I've never witnessed it, which is amazing because that is something that you don't often see. It's strong. Even on a professional level, but then on a personal level, like what adversity? I'm pretty sure you face it, but you, you guys promote love um, and courage to, to us as, you know, the, the ones that you lead. So I definitely commend you first and foremost on that. Leadership goals. Yeah, no, so, like for real. And then just everything you face in life and, and continuing to go with it, um, with your thoughts, your ideas. So to see two people do that together, that's rare where we are in life right now. That's I concur. Rare. Shout out shout out to uh, shout out to a good friend, a good friend to me and a good friend to our show, Mohammed J. Ali. Yo, the homie got nominated for a SAG Award. Yes, for his stunt work on Joker. Yo, how oh, dope nice. is that, right? I remember back in the day he used to just flip around for kicks. Now he's doing it for money. Now he's doing it for them checks. Running high, show, running high speed on a bike into a car. I want to know this person now. <laughs> stay, 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 tuned. Stay, stay tuned for that. You are going to meet him. him. I guarantee it. I feel like I might have already met him and don't and don't even know it. Perhaps because <laughs> he sounds familiar. Perhaps him and Corey so did a movie awful. together. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I didn't know. I didn't know what Corey was when I first met him. I didn't know if he was. An actor, somebody, boss, uh, entrepreneur. I didn't know what he was for years. Like for real. Like what you do? At, so, at some point, it. someone just thought I was. At some point, somebody just thought I was a straight up drug dealer. Yeah, we. Some people used to think he was a pimp because he used to walk with a cane. He is. <laughs> he is. I, I actually have that cane. Oh, you do have the cane. <laughs> I have hid drugs in that Yo, cane. The That's the funny part. You see Corey finesse live. <laughs> that pimp, <laughs> that pimp energy, Every strong. Time we go to a con, before we leave, Corey is in a corner with some type of little honey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lies have, and allegations. I have witnessed this before, before a mayor okay? What you speaking of? What you talking about? One night we was at the club. <laughs> what club? We wasn't even there together. First of all, I, I, we whoa, 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 he whoa. happened to be at the same club I was at. 
We went to like a a nocturne style oh, shit. club night. He was dressed suit, long jacket, hat, cane, right what? in the corner with oh. a, a little sweetie. Like, and she was all over him. Yo, Corey ain't do he ain't do nothing. She saw him and was like, "Let me give myself to you." That's that's it. All he had to do is like, stop. No, you snitching? I'm telling the truth. <laughs> She listens. No, seriously. Chill. B D E. Chill. Lies and now fake news. Do not listen to the fake news media. Yeah, shut down that uh, that sex dungeon court. <laughs> Lies and allegations. And Corey got and Corey got all the info on the sex dungeons and its participants in the city. So anyway. What the hell? I ain't gonna air you out like that. Yo, I ain't Takashi Six Nine. I ain't snitching. I I am though. Let me stop. (laughs) Chill. (laughs) Go go go. Make more uh, Yahweh fan fiction with Dorian. Look, it's been a minute since I've done anything like that. (laughs) (laughs) Let me go back. I ain't got no no secrets. (laughs) She doesn't. I ain't got no secrets. She doesn't. Hey, do you have any of that uh, poster to print up? What you what do I have any what? Uh, your fan fiction. No, oh we, we can't actually I do I do have some fan fiction. We can't post that. I do. Yeah, you can't. Well it's PG thirteen. Is it? I mean, I don't know if I actually want to. Like I mean <laughs> <laughs> I mean, do you really want to read about Naruto and Sasuke and their sex capacity? Not me personally. <laughs> some, some some, but I know we have a demographic that might be interested. Yo, I got so so many fan fiction stories like written in my books. I got vampires. I got all kind of stuff. So, so yeah, so <laughs> 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 Oh my goodness. No, that's, that's a, a no, that's <laughs> a <laughs> at the dark. <laughs> 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 oh. Ooh. You know what? Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Hey, we gotta put that behind our paywall. Well, that's look. Speaking of stuff. speaking of erotic stories, if I can call out one person, I want to shout out my mom because um, <laughs> Goldie's journey. Well, she, got she got a story out called the, but she has a whole series called the um, the Daydream series, and she writes about love. But you know, she brings some erotica up in there. Some very, erotica, very sad. And then when you see my mom, though, she's so sweet. Your mom is so you. sweet. <laughs> yeah. but then like when she opens her mouth she's so real and, and that's and that's why you and your mom are like peas and carrots and the first, thing, first thing she gonna tell you is she's gonna speak about your sexual freedom she gonna speak to any woman black you need to take control of your sex life let me tell you how <laughs> read my story <laughs> read my read my book read this that's what i'm just like i'm, I'm like I, that's why some uh some people be like yo sid they mom is like best friends i'm like it's because they are yeah they really are yes i'm like will be at, we'll see me like how's your mom and i'm just like she well, right how, here. how do you do <laughs> but she good she don't even know you but she good <laughs> no for real oh no. my be like oh hi mom i'm like who that Oh my goodness! Oh, yeah, of course. To, uh, was it too cool to be nerds? <laughs> the Batcher, please. Yeah, the uh, the uh, Black Tribbles, uh, Storm Tribble, Batman Tribble, Super Tribble, uh, Super Saiyan Tribble, mm. Superman Tribble. Uh, 
uh, Saturday Night Live Tribble. Hold on, guys. Shout out to the Black Tribbles. Is it Archie Tribbles? I'm sorry, Tribble name. Uh, Ebert Tribble. Ebert Tribble. Ebert Tribble. <laughs> he chose that too, by the way. Yeah. Because of you, it, it, it's it's all, that is literally all. I was like Ebert Tribble, because it, it, it it's just right. It, it, I am uh, Dark Magician Tribble. Dark Magician <laughs> Tribble. Yo, I feel like that fits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That definitely fits. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah. Every Thursday, I'll, I'll post the, the radio show. Uh, show notes. Yeah, they always. Um, um, like are supporting um, Philadelphia and spotlighting them and they're just they just do awesome work over there so big shout out to them Philly is a huge center for black creators especially in like in our industry especially when it comes to um, local and I mean super he actually, they have several of his paintings right here in the Philly Rec. Chuck Styles. Chuck Styles. Yeah. I knew Chuck when he was just the badass barber in the neighborhood. <laughs> and I mean, like, first off, all the barbers in this shop were were amazing, but Chuck was the dude. Mm. And then, then he was like, "Yo, Chuck also he also draws," and then, then he incorporated both, and people were getting like complete philadelphia eagles in their head one one of his most elaborate before it was that before before this was a bad thing that's how you know it was it's dated he had someone had bill cosby in the back of their head with the word sucker free under it <laughs> obviously hasn't aged well <laughs> he had like iron man with the avengers a behind it and i'm this was probably i think this is still maybe one of his wildest because it was iron man with uh the profile with the mask up, so you could t- see nice. it was Robert Downey Jr.'s face. Nice. But then there was a long arrow going to the other side of the head, and it was a huge Avengers A. Nice. And I was nice. just like, "Yo, that's crazy." I, I feel like, like that's so fit, like so Philly. Like I don't know, like I feel like that's so Philly. And next, you know, he just started putting it to canvas. It hasn't gone back. Nice. <laughs> so, question of the podcast: Who is your favorite black creator? Uh, past, present, future. You know anybody right that you want to shout out? Uh, put put it down. Hit us up. If it and if it's a thing, mm. then you know we'll post. That's it. a good one. That's gonna be. Who's a good your one. favorite black creator? Uh, Travi Ryan, who's who who you actually heard before? Who actually does the intro song for us? Hey. Um, <laughs> uh, Marcus Williams and. And his cohort right now, who's doing uh, the Tuskegee Airs, or, or, or maybe somebody in business like uh, Ariel, who's the uh, the owner of uh, Magum Comics. No, let nice. us know. So many to choose from. Surprisingly, there actually is a lot of us to choose from now. Yeah, we, there we are options. Say a couple years ago. Long, 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 long time ago. Yeah, like today I was, was like, on. Uh, Afrophilly.com mm-hmm. where you can you can basically look up any black person that owns something or does a service. And I mean like in Philadelphia alone, like it's just the options are endless. So you could never say that like if you're a big business and you're looking to add some black representation, 
there you could never say oh, I could, I couldn't find any. No, There's you no wasn't way. looking. You weren't you weren't looking. Like, like yeah. middle you at all? No, <laughs> because they look to us for style and everything else. What are the Negroes wearing now? Oh, yeah. that, that, that's. I mean, shoot, somebody might look. Y'all get get mad at how that sounded, but that's exactly how it go. That's exactly <laughs> how it go. I even see that like in smaller in smaller communities, like even in cosplay, like I see it, like I see how certain cosplayers might wear something, and then a year later, cosplayers of all race are doing that very thing, even though, and especially amongst like black cosplayers mm-hmm. because we like to customize things mm-hmm. so much and then all of a sudden everyone else is getting real real custom real mm-hmm. interesting really yeah. but also kind of emulating what that original cosplayer you know did so <laughs> I mean, so black, even on even in subcultures like that we, I we mean, let black culture like spreads throughout everything like look at how anime is, is now where but even in Naruto, some of the ninjas was wearing their hair being a little slightly mm-hmm. cocked to the side yes. and stuff like that. Yeah. Or wearing it all to the side with the emblems over here so that in the front where it's supposed to be. Like, 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 like we're in everything. Like, mm-hmm. even if they don't have us represented there, like, they took that from our culture. Yeah. It's funny because the first time I noticed that in Naruto, it made me think about that episode of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Will Smith took his school jacket and wore it inside out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he ruined a desk. He's like, why the hell are you riding a desk? He's like, why don't God ride a desk? Because they want to be legends. Well, that's why I ruined the desk. <laughs> God damn, he's right. <laughs> and uh, I think my last one, I'm a Aaron McGruder. Yeah, uh, Boondocks. Boondocks and the underrated Adventures of Black Jesus. Very oh underrated. God. Oh um, God! No. But no matter what you feel about it, you can appreciate. <laughs> you can appreciate. No, because I, I am I am I'm not uh I'm not hardcore on Christianity anymore, but I like I like that it literally gave you a hood interpretation mm-hmm. of Jesus. Yeah, and it was just like it's, it's a little coonish, a little bit, but. The reasoning was there. It's like, yeah. oh. That's because you, you turned to the dark side and came a pimp and stopped doing orgies. Shut the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> but I love how we like how we say that because when you look back in each era, and especially in like um, in nerd cultures, like I think about how the anime culture ten years ago, everybody wanted to emulate kind of this whitewashed way of being like an, an otaku like i would right. say people who are really yeah. into anime they wanted to be this whitewashed version of an otaku whereas though the white people were trying to emulate japanese people mm-hmm. but still staying true to their whiteness and there was a lot of like self-hatred in the black community and now well in the black otaku community now it's like totally flipped it's like totally flipped. it's like everything that is produced by black culture is in our american anime otaku culture right now mm-hmm. and Sometimes it doesn't even include us. Like, you can see a whole room full of people that don't look like us listening to trap music, wearing their customized cosplays, doing our dances, using our slang. Won't even see, you know, a smidgen. I mean, you always, but you, I mean, I ain't going to try to be smart, but you will always see that token black man, black male otaku, with that white girlfriend. Listen. With the permanent head. Or just straight unkept hair. Because no, exactly. he has no look, I'm not insult look, I'm not, not insult. 
I'm not insulting you. Observation. I'm I'm observing (laughs) that the fact that you are a token black man around your friends or maybe even your actual neighborhood. You know, to the point that you're you literally don't really identify with what's going on with you. Yeah. I saw. Look, every every year at PAX Unplugged, because. I don't see a lot of black people at at pla- mm. Pax Unplugged. So, so those those token black dudes, they stick out. So, so and their and hairlines are jacked. So me and Corey was going to create, <laughs> we're going to create a, a drinking game. We're going to take a shot for every black person we see. And the first year, <laughs> we, we didn't have like two or three shots because it wasn't nobody there but mm. us. But now, so now, now we're starting to come out where I feel as though like we could watch anime and... Stuff there, but tabletop is where we stopped at. Like, yeah, table like, like we're not playing Dungeons and Dragons. Like, now it's start uh, seeing a few more drops of melanin in there. Yeah, for sure. I could still play the game and not succumb to alcohol there's poisoning, whole, but you know, there's a whole bunch of uh, but that's so odd well, because Sid in 2000, I'm sorry, no, in 2007, I my my first big con was Otacon. Mm-hmm. I felt awkward because i realized i was just like yo but we were always there we should know where we would be we at. were we were in we were in we, we, we were they were in spots but you know where we would gather at fye in the gallery when this black girl used to it wasn't even her her thing she did it for the store and they asked her to hold like little anime slash nerdy things at the fye <laughs> In the gallery, so hmm. she would just be the host, like. But the the Fye actually were the ones putting it on, hmm. and you would always see us <laughs> there. But then I go to a con and I don't see none of y'all. Right. <laughs> right. So yeah, because I just it would just I I was just like oh this is I see one of the black person I'm like hey yeah oh they look back at me awkward oh I just made it awkward. And I, like, I, mean, I, f- I think it's really the um it's cool to see how it evolved. Generation is so inclusive. It's it's such a safe space when you have allies that'll you know what I'm saying are quicker down to speak up um, for injustice and accept you who you are. And just like the newer generation of African Americans aren't as um, homophobic as other generations have been. It's just a, a, it's more of a safe space to be like, yeah, this is what I'm into. When I was in school, I was a nerd. I've always been a nerd, but I've always had to hide that because mm. it was not acceptable Same. amongst my peers. Like, my mom didn't accept anything but straight A's. So I had to bring home straight A's. If you could get a B, you could get an A. That was what she said when I brought home a B. But wasn't nobody else getting straight, right. <laughs> straight A's. So I had to hide that part of myself. And now that's what's cool. Yeah. But, you know, and I feel like with that now being cool, though, it's a bo- it's boxed in. Like for me, I've been this way my whole life. Mm-hmm. I've never hidden it. However, it's caused me to be outcasted, but I'm still not in the in like I'm still not in. I'm still outcasted from the very own community in which I help build. You know what I mean? Like so even though I feel like even though it's great that nerdiness is mainstream, I still feel like the original nerds are still outcasted unless they conform to what's mainstream right now. It's one of those things where you're just like, so the cool kids are here now and all of a sudden 
they're cool again. <laughs> and Acting like I'm, me, and I'm not. Wait. <laughs> and this is like, wait, that's not how this works. Yeah. Because <laughs> I remember in high school, yo, yo, in high school, it was the hardest because we went to a vocational tech school. Mm. So as soon as you picked your major, it was like, nerd, nerd, yeah. nerd, shop class, shop class, Doc. cooking, nursing, <laughs> nursing, oh, right. nerd, yep. nerd. I was just like, shit, I got to do something. Uh, uh, Join the football team. Mm-hmm. He's like, he's a nerd, but he plays football. Nerd. I'm just like. Thank God. <laughs> you, were, you were somewhat a little you could you could run in both crowds but even but that i didn't yeah i still <laughs> yeah what do you mean yeah. i don't have an ego about it i'm ego. oh eagle, eagle? like mm-hmm. what do you mean like some um some personalities like are best to articulate it but like you know eagles don't flock mm. oh, mm-hmm. and they might see the flock yeah like, yeah right yo that's really how She's i feel kill us. <laughs> i i really feel that but even even if even if you think about ego too like i would ask myself like is it my is it i have asked myself like is it my ego and I was like, no, like I legit just don't understand. I I really don't feel no kind of way, but that's just the reality. I think it's like, ego. like I think eagles would see other birds mm-hmm. and be like, what's up? And they'd be like, oh my e- god. Yeah, <laughs> like I think, that is. I think are about around great wow. So it was that way when we had went to uh, Anime Next, and me, you, and Julia was walking the boardwalk. And you've seen some people from Yo. Philly. Yo. And which is which is Sadiqua's company. Sadiqua started a cosplay <laughs> company here in Philadelphia called Cosplay Philadelphia. Yes. And they were like throwing a little shade, like Yeah, they, it's they more there, they didn't even let you know that they was coming. No, it's and it's more like they always act very shy around me as I if I'm like like I, as if I'm untouchable, as if I'm not <laughs> right there with you touching you. Like, and, and the thing is that kills me is that you came to my events alone and you left with the very friends that you have today. But then you don't reach out and say, hey, want to hang out? That, you know, and and it's fine. You know, you come to you, you deal with it and you're fine with it. But but it's like, why is it? Why is it that way in every space? Because, <laughs> yeah. You know, to getting to the point where I could not hide it anymore. Yeah. Like when my ambition just was like, what they, what y'all doing? Y'all going to the club? All right, look, I can't go. <laughs> I'm about to start a company. <laughs> so when um, you have to re- you have to be the one to reach out. Oh yeah. <laughs> like they're they're seeing the eagle. Mm-hmm. They're thinking you got eagle stuff to do. Yes, <laughs> you know, yo, like yo, <laughs> you don't want you don't want to come steal these, steal these um, like hot dogs like, and funnel right. cakes from the rest of <laughs> Like your wings gonna knock me over when you go to fly, and I'm like my wings are a little shorter. <laughs> so you have to you have to be comfortable to to bridge that gap. Yeah, because they're uncomfortable, and once they feel like okay, it's cool. 
But it can get tiring always being the one. Yes. Like, you know, come over with the olive branch. I know I'm an eagle, but I ain't about to eat you. And that's how I feel like black culture is overall, especially when you're the first round. Like, when you were talking about, like, how I used to write Yowie and stuff like that. Like, Yowie, that community was very white. It's all, First of all, it's based around it gayness, right? Yeah. But it's very white. It's very, like, white lesbian-centric. So it is. It is. And then here you go, the straight black girl that loves Yowie. Not only do I love Yowie, but then I'm creating a community of Yowie in my city. I'm going to different cons, doing panels, unlike any of the other Yowie panels. And legit people, like, I had this one person who, like, loved the panel that I did. Like, we gave out T-shirts, candy, um, a booklet in a bag. Like, who, who, who did that, right? like loved it but then i'm like okay i'm coming next year come meet me talk for a whole year we meet up and it's like cold shoulder i I just don't i was like i thought i was building friendship and community so that i could be a part of it not so that i could just make it for y'all and then you exclude me (laughs) so that's crazy but that's like a repeat which is fine i feel like when you're a part of our culture we face that as black creators all the time, though. Definitely. We have to constantly be the olive branch, build the bridge, yeah. and we always welcome people into our culture. Um, and, and and just so we can have a little space carved out for ourselves to be a little accepted. I solve that by just only associating <laughs> with the other eagles. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, if you look at a mermaid. And you look at the members of America, they have their own company, they have their own drive, they have their own abilities, this, that, and other, because I've tried with pigeons. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And there's nothing and, wrong and with that. And didn't work with that. But yeah. I did that. I was excluded. I, I, I felt that. And I was like, well, you know, where the fuck is the other people? <laughs> <laughs> I'll fly with them. And it's been much smoother. Like, right. Once I deal with people... When I have people in my company who have their own companies, they understand how companies work. They understand how being an entrepreneur works. They understand what I'm up against. So they don't have these pie in the sky, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Really, And they, it's just more open. We could talk more freely, and they're not intimidated by me. They're not They're not scared. It's, 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 mu- it's mutual respect. Mm-hmm. Fly like <laughs> Into the future. What? Oh my god! <laughs> Stop trying to. Sorry. <laughs> no, I love that song. Oh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> yeah. I'm a peacock. Yeah. You gotta let me fly. But look, if, if I could, don't fly, God damn it. If I could, <laughs> they might be pretty. <laughs> But can they take you to new heights? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. But can goodness. I can I shout out Cosplay Philly though? Of course. As a black creator. Um, and then the things that I have done from the screenings yeah. to the events and stuff like that. And then the future of Cosplay Philly, um, with me forming a nonprofit and working hard at that, which is what I wanna do. It won't be called Cosplay Philadelphia. But it will. We will always have a cosplay Philadelphia. Is but there a reason why? Um. Or can you talk about it? Yeah, I can talk about it. Just because I want to uh, reach nationwide versus just in my ah. general area. But cosplay Philadelphia will why? always still be a thing. Why? Because you're an eagle. Oh. 
<laughs> I gotta buy, buy the new fly <laughs> eagles fly. <laughs> I can't stay local, baby. I gotta go. <laughs> Look, even when I moved to Vegas, I was like, yo, we having Philly in Vegas. We're gonna have cosplay Philly in Vegas. And you know what happened? Philly was like, no, we need you. So I'm flying back to Philly all the time for Vegas. It's just not sustainable. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, just yeah, wanna, but yeah. You know, this whole uh, episode was just us showing love to, to us. Like, I feel as though, like, we don't get a, we don't get enough. Uh, appreciation for 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 creating the things that we create and in our in our community as, as well as other communities, like 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 black creators create cool, like we create and control it. And I'm black, y'all. And I'm black, y'all. And I'm black, and I'm black, and I'm black, y'all. And I'm black, y'all. And I'm black, y'all. And I'm black. <laughs> and I'm black, and I'm black, and I'm black, and I'm black, and I'm black. yo. At Wakanda Forever into that. Oh, my goodness. We are talking about Harley Quinn and the Birds of Prey. <laughs> and uh, Sonic the Hedgehog and what the future of video game movies are looking like. Because earlier today, before we even got started, Sony just released posters for Monster Hunter World. What? Yes. Yeah. No, wait, what? Hold on, hold on. We're going to talk about that next podcast. Okay. All right. That's yeah. our time. This is Comic Boss. To my right is Corey Salty Truth Floyd. You know it. And, and around the corner is Sadiqua Love. Yeah. Rebranding Sadiqua Lust at the yeah. dark. All right. Uh, special shout out. Special shout outs to, uh, to our local cosplay community. And... Philly Otaku, Cosplay Philadelphia. Engine Blackheart. Engine Blackheart. Philly Avengers. Yes, they're so awesome. Queen Neek. Yes. And uh, love you, Mom. All right, peace. Jesus, America, Freedom, Eagle.
with stupid fat stew. All these lanes bringing stupid back stew. I see through them translucent that loose. This is lucid rap loose, and I'm proving that. Mayor, Mayor, Mayor. 